Welcome to the Girls in Podcast, which is all about conversations from around the world with founders, influencers, and some pretty cool people all in all. Um, so today we're on episode eight of the series, um, and today we're not actually lacking in the cool area because we have a great guest who has taken time out of their busy schedule to talk to me today. Um, she's known she's known as an award-winning Bollywood celebrity journalist and has rubbed shoulders with some pretty amazing stars. And I think more importantly, this individual's journey is inspiring to anyone who is uh, listening and wants to make it in the world of media. So I'm hoping she can kind of shine some light on how you get started, challenges and everything else you have to face in the industry as well. She's currently a host on the award-winning show Sunrise Radio and has also been a presenter on BBC Asian Network as well. So I can safely say she's firmly nailed the radio world. So without further ado, let's welcome Anushka Aurora onto the show. Welcome, Anushka. Thank you so much, Polly. That was a bit of an introduction. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was really, really nice. That was lovely. <laughs> How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Are you in the studio today or, or whereabouts are you? I was. I was in the studio and then I came straight to the gym. So that's my normal routine. So I finished the show at four and then uh, I go and head off to the gym. Uh, I do an hour's workout. So I'm currently in the car. I just finished from my gym session. Oh, great. And I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> all, all a day in the life of us, I suppose. So for anyone that's um, listening, I think it'd be great for them to I've given you a bit of a kind of brief, short and sweet background. So you tell me kind of uh, your journey of how you got to where you are now and um, how you got started, really. Uh-huh. So it was uh, we're going back 10 years now. So it was just recently I was celebrating my 10 year anniversary of being a radio presenter. Wow. Uh, so it's been quite a journey. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. It's been a lot of a lot of hard work I would say I think uh, what a lot of people don't understand is that you don't just kind of go into a studio and talk uh, on a mic so I think it's important for people to understand that there's a lot of research that goes into a show but I'll come I'll come to that a little bit later on but initially how I did how I got started was I actually studied a degree in journalism at the University of the Arts and uh, whilst I was doing my journalism degree we had lots of different modules and, um, you know, we had newspaper writing, we had media law, we had broadcast journalism, which consisted of TV and radio. And uh, I took quite a liking towards TV and radio. So that was like my most favorite modules that I had. And, you know, we did a lot of editing as well. I really enjoyed that too, uh, to be honest. And um, I think it was a radio that really, really stood out. And, um, you know, we were told that if you want to get into radio, uh, the, the best way to start and to get experience is uh, to do a show on uh, a hospital radio so whilst I was at uni I joined my local hospital uh, which was Ealing Hospital and um, I used to do a two-hour Bollywood show there every (laughs) Sunday morning and um, at that time I never used to drive so my sister used to get up in the morning I think the show started at nine o'clock basically nine to eleven I used to get up in the morning she used to drop me Uh, I used to do my two-hour show and then she used to come and pick me up and I did that for about five years oh wow so I had I had this really really strong base which I obviously didn't understand at the time how important it would be going further in my career that you know a lot of people looked really really looked at you know hospital radio thinking okay wow she's got some really great experience and I didn't just do a show so we were there was a really nice team uh, that used to work there as well and we all we were all volunteers at that time 
and um you know we used to make jingles together we used to kind of like sit there and you know it was just really fun it was so much it was like it was a hands-on kind of experience and that's what I really loved about it and um, more than well and then that kind of led to I I actually didn't know this but uh hospital radio have their own awards academy so we had their we had the hospital radio awards and at that time I got nominated for best radio presenter of the year so naturally I was really really happy I was so over the moon and we went to I think the um the ceremony was in Blackpool we went to Blackpool with my family and uh, although I didn't win but I think it was just such a nice little confidence boost to have and you know just to know that I was you know nobody was there to tell me stuff but I kind of had an idea that I was going in the right direction yeah so um so that was a massive foundation and a massive base uh, for my career. And then once I finished uni, I was still doing hospital radio. I then finished uni and, um, sorry, I then, um, uh, I then I finished uni and then I got my first job at Club Asia Radio, oh. uh, which is now Sunrise Radio, like many years down the line. Uh, so that was 9.63 and 9.72 a.m. And when you go on to commercial radio or any radio station for that matter, you you have to start right at the bottom and you have to do your graveyard shift. Yeah. So I was put on the 4 to 6 a.m. early breakfast show. Oh so they were like, all right, you're going to do this show. And I, I was living in West London at the time and I used to have to travel to East London. So the studio was in East London. Oh and I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? But luckily I was driving at this time. I passed my test and everything. And I used to get up like three, two, three in the morning and just go for my show. I used to drive. It took me, it used to take me an hour to drive there. And uh, I used to get to the studio for about 3.30. No, not 3.30, I lied. So I used to get to the studio for about quarter past three. Yeah. And then I'd do all my research and stuff. It used to be like pitch dark at that time of the morning in the winter so you yeah. can imagine like getting out of bed at that time is so hard <laughs> and um I, you know and then I used to like spend about 45 minutes prepping for the show and then I used to finish my show at six and then I used to stay back in the office and do some production work and help out and stuff and have meetings and all of that and then I stayed at Club Asia for about three months and then um, three months later, I had a call from Sunrise and then Sunrise Radio had offered me an afternoon show, which was really nice. So I started at Sunrise doing the one to four show and then I stayed at Sunrise for about five years. Wow. And then Sunrise TV came along as well. So then I had my own TV show there. So it was all it was all very Bollywood. Everything that I used to do was just all Bollywood. So red carpet premieres, Bollywood wow. celebrity interviews <laughs> and all that shebang. So and then um and then five uh, after five years i was like okay maybe it's time for a change and then i moved on to bbc asian network and um i think that's where i faced the real challenges because the thing is with with sunrise radio and club asia they were two massive commercial radio stations and then you had bbc uh which was which is of course government run and um with bbc they had their own team per show and you know uh, i had you you had like two producers per show you know you had somebody looking after your social media Mm -hmm. at that time and you know it all sounded really good to me so i was like okay fine i'll do it and i went to uh, and i was co-hosting uh the drive time show so and then and i was going to be based in birmingham so i was like okay fine let's do it it's going to be something different it sounds really amazing let's do it so i kind of started out and um I just I just felt like I just didn't fit in there yeah. 
and um yeah yeah I just to, to me the thought of somebody doing my work for me I didn't like that because at Club Asia and at Sunrise we had a lot of freedom I was the producer of my own show yeah. and at, at BBC it was you know you had people doing that for you so I felt like a little bit of my freedom was taken away yeah so I think that was one of my really big challenges and I was like okay I have to get through this I have to do it I have to do it but unfortunately I didn't quite gel I stayed there for about two years and um I actually faced a lot of bullying there as well so I was kind of tagged like the new girl for two years um so it was it was a really difficult phase of my life I was away from my family I was away from my friends and you know I tried to you know move to Birmingham and all of that I I think I tried everything possible yeah Uh, but I think eventually I had to just put my foot down and say you know what I'm not going to do this anymore and you know I don't want I don't want anyone stepping over me because I think there came to a point in my life where I was like I was losing my personality yeah yeah I was losing who I was and a lot of people were saying to me you know you don't sound yourself on the radio and I I had never co-hosted on the radio before either so that was all very new to me and the person who I was co-hosting with we had a lot of differences we didn't gel our personalities didn't get on and and everything and you know everybody was like it's fine if you don't get on off air maybe you know you will get on on air because that happens sometimes that happens uh, but unfortunately it didn't happen in my case so I just put my foot down and I said you know what I don't want to do this anymore I was really unhappy right. and then um, and then and then I had I think I had about six to eight months where I left BBC and I wasn't doing anything I didn't have a job uh, so that's what inspired me to start my blog and to write right. um, so I, I started up a blog and which actually did really really well and then that again that was all very Bollywood so I used to write all the Bollywood news stories so it was just all in order for me to keep my mind active as well because obviously when you don't have a job you don't have any income coming yeah. in it's all it's, it's all really messy in your head yeah. and um, you know I just kept going again that was it was really really hard for me during that phase it was really hard for me to keep going but I had to do it I had to pull through I was like it's okay yeah. it's okay something will come up just just focus uh, on your yeah. blog so yeah absolutely absolutely and then uh sunrise at that time this is now going into 2014 uh sunrise at this time was going through massive changes so they were changing management and they were changing all their presenters and then i got a call from the new management saying you know would you like to come back i uh, would like to offer you your afternoon slot and i was like you know absolutely i took it with my eyes closed yeah uh so um since 2014 i'm being back at sunrise oh, and i couldn't have been happier doing the 12 to 4 show um like it, i'm not i'm not going to say it's an easy ride no. it's very hard still you know i a lot of people think oh she starts her show at 12 o'clock she must stroll out of bed at 10 30 <laughs> and never leave i to be honest with you i don't my routine is getting up out of bed by 7 30 having showered having breakfast by 8 30 yeah. and i'm on to prepping my show yeah. Uh, up until from from about eight thirty two until about say ten thirty, I'm prepping for my show mm. and I get ready, go to work, and you know I'm on air from twelve, and then before I know it, my four hours have gone yeah, uh, in the day. So fun. yeah, it's been quite a journey. It's been really really nice. I've learned a lot, and I have met some amazing people as well. Yeah, I can imagine. So, um, I mean, even to think yeah. you're probably back in the hospital days, you're in a hospital radio, you probably thought, God, if I was doing something like this on the BBC, that would be like the ultimate height of, wow, this is this is where I want to be. But actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, 
am I exactly that's it that is it that is it and and you don't I mean it's it's not I'm glad I worked there. I absolutely have no regrets whatsoever because it has made me such a strong stronger person than I already was before um you know I know how to deal with people I know you know you know you know sometimes when people are really soft they just don't know how to say no um and I think that yeah and that and that can all that can be that can be a really big setback for a person as well you know you can't just keep saying yes to everything um so you know that taught me a a, a hell of a lot it really really did and it was it was a really down phase of my career but looking back at it I'm I'm happy that God put me through it no oh completely you've got to be I mean that's one big yeah how you're saying as well like one of the biggest problems was that the kind of you've got a team around you helping you but actually it's quite nice sorting out I don't know questions for an interview you've got or yeah or like rather than reading someone else's notes saying oh this is what you ask this person when actually I want to ask the question that I want to know about exactly yeah, yeah. it's all exciting yeah. um but anyway okay so what's been one of the most inspiring sort of interview moments you've had in your career do you think um I think the most inspiring um interview that I've ever ever done has to be Shahrukh Khan it wow. is I mean just talking to him you can sit down with him and you can speak to that guy for hours <laughs> on end because he has got so many stories to tell you and what I really really love about him is that he will just, even if you're a five-year-old kid, even if you're a 60 year old grandma, or you're, you know, a teenager, he will just come to your level. Yeah. That is how inspiring he is, because he himself has gone through so much. He's seen, you know, he's seen the industry grow. He's seen the industry on a low. So that guy, when I just look at him, and I just think your body of work is absolutely unbelievable. And 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 he has no ounce of arrogance in him. He absolutely doesn't. And I think it's really nice to know that because somebody on a level as high as Shah Rukh Khan, you would expect to him, you know, he's got bodyguards around him. He's got, he's got everything. That guy has got every single thing he could possibly <laughs> ask for, you know, but he is so humble and he's so down to earth. I'll tell you one incident that happened. I was hosting um, his, uh, one of the press conferences for his film Chennai Express in London yeah. that had happened and um, and it was him it was Deepika and who else was there I can't remember who else was there but anyway he was there with his whole team and I'd hosted it and you know he was just leaving the hotel he had a coffee in his hand and I was just there literally I was just standing there and he came up to me and he said Anushka thank you very much for hosting uh, the press conference <laughs> and I, I think from that day more than anything, I, I just was happy at the fact that he appreciated my work. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, like I, I never ever would have thought that, you know, somebody of that caliber would turn around and say thanks to me. Like he didn't have to. No. He could have just walked away. Yeah. He just didn't have to. And ever since that day, every time I see him, he's so respectful. It's, wow. Honestly, he will always say hello to me. He will always ask me how I am. And he would just have a conversation with me. Well, you must have made so I think with it, <laughs> Sorry? You must have made an impact, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what? I'm glad I did. I'm glad I, I, I did make an impact for him. For him to just kind of turn around and say thank you. I think that was more than enough for me. So <laughs> literally every time I interview Shah Rukh Khan, he's just, he's so, 
he's he's just really really down to earth and I just think you know that's amazing they're the best people mm-hmm. to interview as well it makes the conversation so much more laid back and yeah just be yourself yeah yeah you don't yeah 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 you don't have to worry about anything like oh is he going to throw a tantrum or you know like he he was here for the Diwali promotions and he had his uh, little boy Abram with him and he was just running around <laughs> and it was so cute and I just thought you know you're like you're you're so just normal he's actually a very normal person yeah but yeah he's this massive superstar all at the same time <laughs> so yeah I think Shah Khan has got to be a big highlight massive so I mean okay so there's obviously the inspiring moments of your career have you ever had like a sort of challenging maybe not a topic or what well, could be a topic or a person that you've had to interview maybe say in the past year or kind of past few years or whatever um challenging interview um you know what i the the people that i interview that i have interviewed actually haven't been that bad at all um they've actually all been really nice to me but i do i tell you one incident uh that happened i was this was at sunrise radio and um this was the time when benazir bhutto had passed away and that happened as i was in the middle of my show and when something like when something as big as that happens you've really got to be on the ball you have got to be on the ball you've got to be on it because you have to literally report about it straight away and you've got to report about it with the facts as well uh, so I just remember that happening and I remember the management uh coming down and saying you know look we have to take over because it's gonna it, it kind of went from being a Bollywood show to being a very political show oh, wow. um so yeah yeah so that I wouldn't say it was challenging, but I would say it was quite, you know, it was quite a moment uh, right. that happened in my career. So, you know, we had to put all of that aside and, you know, then it just kind of, uh, for a few days, it, you know, turned into like a political debate show and all of that um, sort of thing. So, so the light high yeah. just kind of went quite quickly, I bet. Yeah, yeah, that complete, yeah. With situations like that, you know, you've really got to be prepared and it just kind of... Statement. these things come out of nowhere don't they yeah of course definitely it, I suppose yeah, it's yeah. all completely um I mean yeah. so girls in movement is all about kind of uh eventually hopefully we'll be able to connect a sort of girl in India or a group of girls in India to say mm-hmm. uh, influencer or an individual here in the UK mm-hmm. anywhere around the world and they could kind of act as a mentor or offer their kind of offer them advice so my question is have you had any sort of standout mentors or individuals who have influenced kind of not only your career but how you live your life I suppose sorry can you just repeat that question again yeah sure so do you have any kind of standout mentors or individuals who have influenced like your career so far and kind of how you live your life um yes there is uh not not a particular person but I'll tell you earlier this year actually um I did this 24-hour radio marathon um, uh, on Sunrise where I was on air for 24 hours, no break. And I actually did, yeah, it was so much fun. I actually did it for charity. And it was, I tied up with a charity called um, uh, Child Reach International. Yeah. And um, before before I put this idea forward, I had said to Sunrise, I really want to tie up with a charity. Uh, it doesn't matter who it is or what they do. 
um, you know, I, I just want to raise money for, and I just want to help people. And uh, it was really nice that Child Reach International had actually come on board. And they, you know, we had sat down, we had many meetings together because at the, also at the same time, um, we had one of our, the, the people who were involved in this radio marathon. He was actually running the London Marathon on the same day. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we were all kind of raising, raising money for this charity that we had tied up with. And, um, you know, they were just telling me about their work and how they help uh, children in not just in India, but Brazil, Nepal, and, you know, all of that. And collectively, just the, the amazing work that they do, it just made me want to do and just help and give these children. It's like, you know, when you, know, when you just hear about stories that children are just you know, they don't have their basic needs like a toilet or education or, you know, just because they live in really small villages and they can't afford it. And, you know, that's the unfortunate environment. So this charity is really, really close to my heart. Um, I've always wanted to be involved in something like that. And, um, I, and, and I'm happy that Child Reach International had just happened. And it happened to be something that I'm so passionate about. And you know, they also deal with like child trafficking as well. And, yeah. you know, some of the stories that I heard. And, and, and then at the end of the day, I just thought, what are we doing? Like, why, you know, why, why haven't I done this before? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so it's just, uh, honestly, ever since then, every time I hear about these stories and it just impacts me a lot more than it used to. I mean, well, I used to hear these stories beforehand and that was it. But when I hear them now, it's just that I feel like I just want to do something for them. So, you know, this, I, and with this charity, I do, I do want to travel with them to India. I would absolutely love to visit, you know, the places where they do their work and, you know, help these children. So mm-hmm. hopefully I'm hoping at some point next year that will happen. Oh, that'd be really good. I think it's even more kind of satisfying for yourself as well to go out there, help them. Yeah. On because I mean, yeah. there's so many charities out there today where you can just kind of give money. But personally, I don't find that. Yeah. It's not about kind of having your own sort of self reward or anything. It's you want to get more hands on, which sounds like with child. Absolutely. It is the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you want to do something, right? You want, like you physically want to be there for them. Yeah, completely. So, I mean, yeah, if you, yeah. I suppose if you had any sort of advice for individuals who are listening and wanted to kind of pursue, a, I suppose, a similar career because the media industry is mm-hmm. really hard to crack. I mean, what would be your, mm-hmm. your advice to them? I think I would just say you've got to just, just don't give up. You've got to keep going because it's really easy. You know, with uh, with this the Asian media industry, I think it's very small. It's very niche and we yeah. don't have that many platforms which is unfortunate but you know wherever you are trying to crack getting into media just don't stop and don't ever give up because that's what I I didn't I didn't give up I just kept going and you've got to have a really really strong passion about what you want to do and that that goes for you know being a doctor that goes for being a lawyer that goes for being a presenter it goes for a hairdresser anything that you want to do in life just make sure you are so passionate about it you're obsessed with it because I am I am obsessed with my work and and you've got and that will keep you going um but what I do what I what I also really do want to do is you know like set up like a master class and help help people that want to get into the media like I want to offer them my knowledge I want to pass it on to like the newer generation because 
we don't have any platform there's nobody there to teach them and say you know don't do it like this or do it like this or at least you know maybe not right and wrong but at least just give them a bit of advice so they know which direction that they can head in I didn't have that I I had to do it all on my own and it's really hard like none of my family members come from a media background I'm the first one in my family to do it Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot, you know, any, anybody who, anybody who is listening also has that as well. But, and, and I want to be there for them. I want to provide that knowledge and I want to provide that platform and I want to help them and say, you know what, come here, come to me, let's sit down, let's yeah. talk for half an hour, 40 minutes. You ask me whatever you want and I will tell you and I will give you my knowledge as much as I can give you because I want to help you. And I also want, you know, the younger generation to be even more amazing than I am. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, that's completely, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the goal that lo- lots of people should have, really. And I think it's, it's not just kind of saying, oh, okay, this is what you could do, but I think telling someone about your own experience is just far more yeah. kind of insightful and actually worthy than just saying, okay, this is the route yeah. you take. Because I think university yeah. so far, it doesn't actually give you real life experiences. Mm until you leave exactly um yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's it's very hard I think even in this generation where we have social media it's actually becoming Mm. harder to become noticed because everyone's Mm. out there at the moment and their lives Mm. are on social media and how do you stand out so yeah I mean I'll be all trying to help you in some way to try and connect you with people who need oh that'd be amazing Um, so yeah yeah that'd be great perfect so I mean talking about kind of this year what's been a couple of highlights and what's exciting that's coming up for you um I think highlights for me this year have been I went to India I was in Bombay and I love I love working out in Bombay it's, <laughs> it's just the best experience ever uh, so I was there for the Star Buddy Vard Awards that happened and then I, I, I was doing some social media activity uh with Star UK so that was quite fun and that was early on in May and then uh, one of recently I think was a massive massive career highlight uh, was actually hosting the Rahat Fateli Khan show. I mean, I've hosted his show so many times before, but I think every year that he comes here, he's just, it's all, one, it's always a sellout, and two, it's always different. Yeah. Uh, so this year, he was paying a tribute to um, Nusrat Fateli Khan. So I think the whole, um, the whole vibe of the concert was so different. It was like very Kavali based and plus Bollywood as well. So <laughs> he had split it up really, really nicely. And it was just one of the most epic shows that I've ever hosted. And the audience was just, oh, it was just spectacular. It was amazing. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> And especially when you come from yeah. the radio world, like actually having that kind of response from an audience straight away, that must be really satisfying. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Okay, so final question, just to kind of round up the interview, would be if you could give your younger self any advice, what would it be? Um, I would say to my younger self, um, I would have been a bit. I, I would say just be strong. Hmm. Uh, I think I was quite, uh, I was quite innocent and quite naive um, at that point. And I think we all are anyway. But it's just, you know, you just need to remind yourself that you know you can do it and you can carry on just don't give up don't stop whatever <laughs> happens just carry on doing it honestly it's not the, 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 it's not it's not the end yeah. of the world if you get a curveball so it's all good yeah exactly exactly <laughs> perfect well thank yeah. you so much Anushka for um kind of joining me on the show and obviously talking about your life it's it's so interesting like the media world is one 
tough place to be in so yeah it's that sounds like you're doing well <laughs> oh thank you thank you so much for having me it was really really nice talking to you and I just hope that you know we can get the message out there about anybody wanting to come into the industry and just wanting help and how do they go about it uh, and all of that so you know and I'm just you know I just I just want the the newer lot who are going to be entering <laughs> Uh, the Asian media industry to just make me feel proud and say, yeah, I used to be like that as well. So, you know, <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> well, all the kind of details um, to get in touch with Anushka and her Instagram, Twitter will all be at the bottom of the YouTube um, feed. And then of course, we're now live on iTunes. So all the podcasts are on there as well. Um, if you want to download them. So thank you, Anushka. Thank you everyone who's listening. Um, and we'll be back next week with another podcast. Thank you.